3: This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia.
8: Pretty absolutely outstanding as we welcome you to another Monday edition. I mean, what in the world is going on right now? Briny Boy and Bino, crisis hotlines are open all across the Fruited Plain. Are you kidding me? What happened to our NFL teams over the weekend, Beano Jeff? What happened to our NFL teams over the weekend as I welcome you in? I mean, it is... Wh- why bother? Why bother? Absolutely incredible. Don't do me like that, man. I mean, what in the heck? What? what is going on here? Brody Boy, what do you got to say for yourself there, big boy? I want you on the mic right now, and I want you addressing Titan Nation right now on a Crisis Hotline Monday. Josh Heupel, Crisis Hotline. Glenn Ellerbe, Crisis Hotline. Philadelphia Eagles, Crisis Hotline. Baltimore (laughs) Colts, Indianapolis Colts, Crisis Hotline. (laughs) And your damn Jaguars embarrassed themselves yesterday on national television. Crisis hotline, not that I'm here to pile on you. Titans Bill's going to do business with you, big boy. And these Titan fans, I mean, come on, man. What do you say for yourself?
9: Well, I'd say most of them stopped paying attention to the Titans like two months ago, so. I
8: That's expect not very just gracious. Not That's happened. not very gracious in defeat of you. Um. I. I sort of saw this coming when
9: they lost to Baltimore on Sunday night a few weeks ago. I think that was the maybe three weeks ago when they had three games left. I was starting to think, is this team even going to make the playoffs? You can't have a defense that just apparently suffered no injuries that were major and just got worse and worse and worse. And the offense was injury prone and couldn't run the ball, and your quarterbacks all beat up to hell. Just not a recipe for. And last year and this year were complete reverse jobs. Last year was a four and eight start. You make the playoffs, you win five in a row, six in a row, counting your playoff game, and you're one of the hyped up teams in the NFL for a off season. And then this year you're eight and three, and you go lose like five out of six. Hopefully there's changes. Hopefully there's some firings on that staff. I won't mention names, but there needs to be some accountability and somebody needs to answer
0: for this.
8: That's not the point. The point is, you you got to face the facts today, big boy. <laughs> Titans' bill's gonna come in hot on you today, man. As man as you as bad as you've been toward him i have been bad toward him? And Bino, Jeff, you, tor- you torpedoed him the last several times he's called, man. Uh, I didn't say hardly a word when the Jags beat him by
9: like three touchdowns earlier in the year. I barely said anything.
8: And Bino, Jeff, why are you looking so forlorn today, big boy? What's going on with you? Let's talk about your crisis hotline up here in Indianapolis. Tony, absolutely as gut, gut-wrenching a
5: defeat as I've ever been in attendance for. Just an awful way to lose a chance to win a football game. But uh, uh, unlike Bryony's situation, uh, the best team won the game that I went to see. Uh, Houston's the best team in the division. C.J. Stroud is absolutely the real McCoy. Uh, And they're going to give people uh, in our division problems
8: for years to come. Well, the, the franchise of Carolina has a decision to make now because they need to go back and do it all over again at quarterback. There are several openings in the NFL right now, and there are going to be going to be a few more before it's over because a couple of these playoff teams are going to fire their coaches, including my guys in Philly where the sad eyes abound, the great Jack Fritz. I was texting him last night during their postgame show on WIP, and I said, go. Oh. Those people were whipped into a frenzy up there. Here my Eagles are playing the freaking Giants who suck on nine continents, okay? And they got decrepitated. At one point yesterday, the Cowboys were down 10-7 in the second quarter, which means the division was in reach. Concurrently, the Eagles were down 24 to nothing to the Giants. 24 to nothing. And then all three of us at the same time, our head coach, offensive line coach, were whiffing on the three guys we had, and over the weekend, whiffing! Did anybody's team do well over the weekend? I mean, what in the world? Talk about urinating me off. All right, let's talk about the Vols here, Bino. How much of a concern is it of yours that we had three visitors in over the weekend, and we need to get an offensive lineman, and we have a help, we have a couple help wanted signs out there, and bags of cash that, flip, that are being absolutely shaken in the faces of these kids, and they're going elsewhere. How big of a concern is that? Is yours, Bino? Are are all of those definite misses, Tony? Those are Do misses. Those are misses. Okay, I mean, they all know, three Anything going can, happen. Else, anything can happen, but it looks like all three guys are going somewhere else. Yes, and it's got, it has got our big money people totally stirred up, and Ellerby's is being blamed for it. Whether that's true or not, who in the world knows? But that's the narrative, and our head coach is getting some pressure put on him. Bean Star. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I. I
5: I don't think there's any doubt, Tony, that uh, recruitment, uh, evaluation, recruitment, and development of offensive linemen uh, is an an issue, uh, something that needs to be improved from all three of those areas. Uh, uh, you know, I think the percentage of guys that they brought back um, is actually pretty good. Um, but there, I, I don't think there's any question going forward that, we, we have to do those things better especially in at the offensive line position
8: so the pressure being put uh, on, on this head, yeah. goes
5: I, you know I, I i don't I don't know I, I don't know if that's taking it too far or not I know oh, that I don't
8: know pressure is being put on this head coach the word on this Ellerby guy is that he's got kind of a little bit of a strange personality maybe not not quite a connector uh, with these kids. And so he's not exactly outgoing and gregarious. I mean, he seems like a decent enough fella and all that. But he doesn't have a flashy personality, maybe. I don't know. He doesn't connect. And so they bring these guys in. They whiff on them. Fans get their hopes up. I mean, fans want to see you go, you know, one for three at least. Because while you were away, we talked about it a little bit on Friday, but Mincy goes out the door. And I had emails from people just panicking. I mean, are they going to come into the season with Dane Davis? I mean, no. Obviously not. No. Uh, obviously not. I mean, they'll get a they'll get a body. The, the issue is, you got Nico. You don't need bodies. You should, you should have very good offensive linemen around him, and there's no excuse for that. Especially when you have money. You have opportunity. I mean, if you have opportunity and money, the same questions remain about Josh Heupel that I had about him three years ago when he was hired here, which is, can he recruit at a high enough level to get this thing to a spot where now they're competing in a 12-team playoff? Then it wasn't a 12-team playoff, but now that's the equation. And I think that that question's still very much out there. I think that's a – because, look – In order to compete at a high level, you've got to have a very good offensive line. You just do. Alabama this year, we saw what Alabama did. Alabama was able, um, piecing it together, to get to a national playoff, but they're Alabama, and we're not. So it would be a shame to not put a very good offensive line around Nico Bino. I and mean, really, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to do that. It's weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm.
5: one thing I still question is how many offensive linemen really want to play in this system, Tony. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's as demanding on offensive linemen as any system that's out there. Mm-hmm. So I think you start from that kind of a disadvantage. I love the offense, but I do think it's, it's one that it's hard to attract offensive linemen to play. Those guys don't want to come and run sprints. Uh, you're right. You're,
8: you're right. The whole
5: game. Uh, you're right. So I, I understand you got to You got to find the right guys, and, and you've got to develop them. And, yeah, I think it's still a question as to whether Josh and his staff can recruit at a high enough level to keep us competitive, uh, regularly competitive. I think we're going to find out a lot about that, uh, more about that in these next two seasons. Not uh, not how the recruiting classes were ranked, oh, not no. how we felt about them, but how they perform on the field because I think this next roster, other than a couple of, of possibly interior defensive linemen, I think it's basically entirely going to be guys that this staff has brought on campus. Is that right? Uh, that is correct. And the,
8: and the- the holdovers are Pruitt guys. These hold these stopgap guys that, that have made the offensive line sustainable for the upcoming year because the narrative on this Ellerby guy, whether it's true or not, is that they're not developing people. They're not de- he's he's gotten inherited guys. But the guys they've signed, they're not developing. They're just not. And so that's kind of what's put them in this spot. And then Mincy, who was just kind of a pain in the rear end, sees this and goes to him and says, hey, I'm underpaid. Uh, and they say to him, well, you, you go in the portal then. If you think you're underpaid, you go ahead and jump into the portal and, and, and we'll find somebody else. You." Uh... But now the question becomes, are they going to be able to find somebody that's replacement level? Uh, Because they sort of whiffed over the weekend. And X was surprised by it. People were surprised by it. People are alarmed by it. And, look, I don't pretend to know enough about it. All I can report to you is what I know, which is our head coach is feeling what head coaches feel at this level when things don't happen. And the big money people are now more involved in it than they've ever been before. One thing, one theme that I have nil to to pre nil is that there are no secrets anymore. Back in the day, you would drop a bag of cash on somebody, and somebody would give me a hint. Hey, watch uh, watch Tennessee with uh, Bryce Brown back in the. Day. I remember, I think you and I were together being out the old Kingston Alley, and I got a call. Hey, watch Tennessee. I go Bryce Brown huh, we're not involved with him. and It, it was somebody inside who said, uh, yeah, well, uh, you, you'd be well served to say something about that on the air. And I said, well, somebody just told me to watch Tennessee Embrace, and sure enough, they ended up with him. The point is this. There are no secrets anymore. So now you bring these three guys in here. Everybody knows you have an opening. Everybody knows you have cash to pay. Everybody knows what everybody knows, whatever. and then people are looking at Ellerby and they're going, "Who have you developed?" And then he's got kind of a um, sort of a different way about him. Which, look, the the, the big money guys want to be sort of glad handed and smiled at, and you know how it goes, Bino. I I, yeah. I give you several million dollars, I want you to make me feel warm and fuzzy. He's not a guy's gonna make you feel warm and fuzzy. He's a nice enough fella. But he's not a gregarious, outgoing, and then now you've got this narrative where you've got Josh Heupel who does not terminate coaches, who loves comfort, and then people are saying, well, he's been with Heupel for three stops now, and and now the narrative is this guy's a weak link. And I'm here to tell you, I don't know whether that's fair or not. It could be what Bino's saying. It could be. We need to get used to this. That this guy has an offense that's not going to attract uh, guys who kick the tires on it and go. Well, you know, for what you're going to pay me, I can get down the road and play in a less demanding offense, and you know, kind of save my body. And uh, I, I don't know if that's the right way of putting it, but I, I will say this: it is an extremely interesting situation that is developing in Knoxville because our head coach is getting pressure to replace that offensive line coach. I'm just going to say that out loud. He's getting pressure. Now, they're not going to admit that. Admit to that. I don't know if anybody else is going to admit to that for you that covers the recruiting game. But this head coach is absolutely getting pressured from the people that are fortifying uh, Spires coffers. That That is absolutely, as we speak, going on behind the scenes a talking point and it is absolutely going on
5: you know an interesting question Tony that uh, would be do do you think uh, that that is going to be even more prevalent in the NIL era uh, than it was
8: prior uh, I think yes and I'll tell you why. I, because there are no secrets. And, and I think these guys now have a level of expectation because the money's greater than it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um. you know what I mean? I, yeah. It's gotten more expensive. So I, I would think that even though these guys are super rich and in some cases billionaires – or hundreds of millionaires, whatever the term is we want to use. I mean, pretty wealthy people. Um, I would think that if it is requiring, like back in the day, I was talking to somebody last night that was involved in recruiting before this stuff, who, who's not doing the NIL thing. And he was like, you know, pretty good offensive lineman back in the day, thirty, forty thousand dollars 40000 and a car and maybe move the family across country and help them get a job. That's kind of how it used to go. And now it's two or three hundred thousand dollars. Now for an offensive tackle, like we were talking the other day, a really good offensive tackle, four hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand dollars. Replacement level, like a Mincy guy, offensive tackle, couple hundred and fifty thousand dollars on an NIL deal. So I think when, when you're giving more I, I sort of feel like it's. It, it probably becomes a situation where you feel like you have more of a voice, or you should have more of a voice. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, that that was my gut feeling, Tony. That this would be even more
5: prevalent than it was prior to NIL, as far as big money meddling
8: and demands. Yeah, and, and I also, I also think these big money people too. Be now. I also think that they are apt to, in situations like this, it's it's cutting off, right? Reach, reach we're, If you've been trying to call the show and several people have and keep getting cut off, we're having a little trouble with our line, so we're going to reset here our modem. Lovely Laura is now doing that as we speak. Um, so please be patient, and I'll let you know when the modem's back up. In the meantime, we continue to set up our topic, which is the crisis hotlines are open. Whether it's my Philadelphia Eagles, whether it's the Vols here locally, since all politics are local. Um, and the football situation is interesting because you've got Nico, who's everybody's All-American. You've got, you've got opportunity. Mincy just walked out the door. Plus, you need a guard. So you've got two positions you've absolutely got to fill. You've got a situation here, whether it's fair or not. They were under the gun in their first class, and they whiffed. They went over 5. Okay, whatever. Um, when we first started talking about that in the fall, it was like an inconvenient truth. You know, nobody wanted to talk about it. And then it became a talking point because it was accurate. What I'm telling you right now is 1,000%. Again, that's why this show is so popular. It's why it's the show of record. Uh, as uh, Plaster said, it's why it sets the agenda here. A- and the truth is, is that I'm not afraid to talk about it because it's what's going on. And again, on Ellerby, I'm not on here uh, war-pathing on him, but there people are warpathing on him. He's being warpathed on. The recruit Nicks are warpathing on him. The uh, several big money people are warpathing on him. And I'm here to tell you, I don't know whether that's fair or not i do think you can look at his situation and say well the guy is obviously not developing offensive linemen i mean he's not um that's accurate to Bino's point are you going to attract and people say well what about this signing class you just had you don't know i mean it looks like they got some nice players there but you don't know till you get guys on campus and you don't know till you start working them toward development but there are big money people who are tr- putting pressure on this coach and this and it was happening before this weekend as throat wrote on Friday's entry in the blog over at tclub.team the the pressure and that stuff has been on the back burner for a while and it's moving toward the front burner, and it'll be interesting to see what a Heiple does. Cause, you know, if you're forced, Bino, to choose between your friend, and this—he's very close to this guy. That's the other thing. That's here, and, and again, I'm not here to make anything up. These—the families are close. He's close. You know, we want to like people we work around. That's a good thing. You're in a sport, though, where Brian Kelly just terminated his entire defensive staff. Oklahoma just terminated their defensive coordinator. Uh, You know, people people in this league change coaches like they're changing socks because it's so competitive. And look, I'm not advocating, because I don't know enough about it. I'm not advocating they fire him. I, I want you to, I want to be like... I want to be quadruply clear on this. I am not like warpathing on this guy. I'm not saying you know they need to change coaches. They need to make a change. I'm not saying that, but they're they're getting a lot of pressure to make changes. And it was before this weekend. So after this weekend, they are certainly that what happened this weekend is not going to change that issue, not 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 one iota, and not in the least. And so it'll be interesting to see, Bino, how our coach goes. Does he go into self-preservation mode? Uh, Is it the right thing to change coaches? Um, Like Bino said, is it a situation where this is is part and parcel of doing business in that offense, and it's going to be difficult in that offense to especially veteran players. You could attract kids out of high school, but as Bino said, these veteran players, and that's kind of what you were thinking about, right, Beanstar, the veteran guys?
5: Yes, Tony. I think think you're going to have real difficulty uh, getting a guy that's been accustomed to playing a certain style of offense uh, to come in here and run in sprints an offensive lineman. I think that's the last thing they want to do. I I think you're probably gonna have to be more reliant on signing and developing your own offensive lineman.
8: And see that's where it gets tricky because in that's where it gets tricky because in in that perspective, let's reset it again, and see if it works. Not working, is it?
7: Huh?
8: When it connects, you can't hear me. Um, Why would that be? Let me see if it can hear me over here. No? Do we have the other phone line? Do we have the... Are we running with one right now? You're kidding, right? Uh, okay, well, that's interesting. So we're having a, I wonder if it's a, let me see if there's a connection back here. So we're just troubleshooting while we're live on the air here. Yeah, we'll restart again. Let me plug this in and unplug it. Make sure this is, hey, see if that, uh, see if the connector's working for the Comrex. We're troubleshooting live on the air, aside from being the show of record, ladies and germs okay I just reset that I guess that enhances the charm I don't know that's what they tell me yeah so over here on the modem Laura if you come look at this generally speaking those those lights are constantly going in and out when it's functioning properly yeah call them see if there's something going on on their end Hold your phone calls. I'm I'm probably going to have to work uh, the phones through Twitter spaces today. And maybe patch Titan's bill in, Brian, so he can give you an absolute just work over. You wouldn't mind that, would you, Brian, if I went out of my way to work Titan's bill into the show? Because he really wants to rip you. He really has a few things he wants to say to you. Bring it on. And you were not deferential toward the Titans at all, Brian. They ripped your kingdom down. Your king—they ripped it asunder. Bino, did you watch any of that yesterday? Uh, I was uh, no, Tony.
5: I was in transit. I was listening uh, to uh, Sirius NFL channel that does you know the wraparound stuff and ah. gives. So uh, I I, kn- I know basically what happened.
8: Phone callers are not appearing today on the TLD Logistics Hotline due to our friends at Comcast who are not functioning properly. Boy, I'll tell you. I wonder if the calls would even work. Let's see this. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Hello? Yeah, so they can't even hear me. Uh, Eight six five. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Tony. You do a talk show and you can't take calls today. So, anybody any solutions? Uh, any solutions, Bino, You want to run by me? Anything you want to talk about? All right, let's come uh, back well, on. Your, yeah, uh, uh,
5: you can make it through this, Tony. If I were hosting, uh, I would do the outro and the show would be over. <laughs>
8: My Eagles are the answer to a trivial question. They started 10-1, one, won one game since. These guys and the 86 Jets are the only, the Joe Walton Jets, 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 are the only two teams in the modern era to have that happen. But the Eagles did it with a 17-game schedule, which means they had one more bite at the apple, which, which I've got to admit to you is pretty darn strong. I gotta give the Eagles a lot of credit. When you start ten and one and you take the you take the nose of that airplane and you drive that thing straight into the earth, you gotta admit, man. I mean that's kinda what it's all about. And some of you Titan fans warned me I was gloating on here about AJ Brown and Goldie told me. Goldie told me, he said Tony. He's a great front runner. Wait till it goes south. Wait till something happens. Wait till he becomes an absolute disruption on your ball club. And you know what Goldie was? Goldie was speaking the absolute truth. So as it stands, Bino, the Colts are out. Their crisis hotline's open. The Jags. I know what just happened. Hey, Laura, get back in here. I think I know what happened. The Jags crisis hotline is open. The Colts crisis hotline is open. Um, uh, The Colts crisis hotline is open. The Jags crisis hotline is open. Hey, Laura, I had a setting off on this thing. But now Comcast is... uh, they're resetting on the other end. Josh Heupel's offensive line recruiting. Is it fair to open that crisis hotline, Bino? Yes or no? The transport portal uh, crisis hotline is open. People have
5: already knocked the door down, Tony, whether they're correct or not. I don't think you have to open that one.
8: So that crisis hotline's open. I'm here to talk you through that. LRB is the, uh, you know, he, he's the guy in the crosshairs. Is it fair? Uh, I don't know. He, he hadn't, they haven't developed guys. They just haven't. Is it fair? Hey, I had this down. That might have That might. That might have been these two. This one. This one here. That might have been why that wasn't. So maybe when we re- don't look at me. I mean, don't do me like that, Tom Patty. She's giving me the worst look. Me now, if looks could kill. God, he's got the stink eye. 31 years later. All right, let's come back on the other side. We'll see if we can fix this. We continue after this.
9: This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee.
3: Alert, alert
6: This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.
8: Crisis hotlines are open. The Carolina Panthers crisis hotline remains open in perpetuity. That Tapper guy is an absolute clown. The guy before him got me too out of the deal. Uh, let's see. Um, Because, Pino they're in a spot over there in Carolina where I don't think they drafted the right quarterback. I don't think that little dude's going to be able to play in the NFL. And they're going to be sitting there with, what, the first pick in the draft again, aren't they? Unless I'm mistaken. If you're them, would you admit your mistake uh, and go get a quarterback? Oh, they traded it. The
9: Bears have their pick.
8: Oh, my gosh.
9: So the Bears pick first.
8: Oh, my gosh. So they went all in on that little midget. Thank you. That's an oversight on my part. I forgot all about that. I'll scratch that. They're married to that little dude. I guess they could see if they could stretch him out in the off in the off season. Get him. I get a hanging bar for him and <laughs> hope his jelly doesn't I'm come out of him it like it Stretch is. Armstrong. Yeah, Houston didn't miss. Wow, Bino, that kid on that last drive, I can't imagine what that looked like live. Because that that one ball he threw off his back foot, when he was backpedaling and threw that ball to a spot, are you kidding me? I thought he was throwing that ball away. And then Nico
5: Collins winds up right, the only guy that's there to make that catch. And 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 then he had someone right in his face, up underneath his chin, with a throw that he made over the middle down there, uh, it, it, he was just fantastic on that drive, just fantastic. I, I
9: think, I think he was trying to throw it away. He just couldn't get
8: it. He just didn't. Wasn't no, be, no, Brian. No, Brian. He threw that ball up in the air to a spot, and it was a beautiful play. He is he, you know, he was like a maestro out there on that drive, being star when he had to be. Fire. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was amazing, Tony. Amazing. And and the, and the Texans in true. When you play loser ball, right? In true loser ball, when you're one of those organizations and you're trying to get up that hill, when we've seen it here with the Vols, trying to get up that hill, they miss that extra point and left that door wide open for Bino's Colts, who came right down and had a fourth down situation, and they pulled the who I think is one of the great offensive players in the league off the field in a set and telegraphed what they were doing and it still should have worked, you know. I can't imagine what that atmosphere was like when um, uh, that kid misfired on that ball.
5: Oh, it, it was it was a great atmosphere all night long, Tony. I, I don't I don't regret going at all. It was a really really difficult loss. I don't, but I don't regret going. It it was a great atmosphere, and uh, you know, most people felt exactly like you that there was no reason in the world. Uh, to have JT off the field. Uh, but I tell you, Tony, I've watched them all year long on third and one and fourth and one try to run the football and get just absolutely stoned. Uh, I didn't mind the call at all. Uh, and it was, it was there. Uh, and somehow Minshew, uh, throws a crap ball out there on a pass you and I could have thrown. And, and because of it. This poor Tyler Goodson guy's gonna to have to leave the franchise and move. Uh because I've never heard a guy get mf would like he was, uh coming out of that stadium. It was it's it's true. And it
0: Goodson gave a caught,
5: qu- But it's not his fault. It he, was, gave a, he gave a you think
0: not. he gave a quote. You think after Minshew the
5: game?
9: Is,
8: he'll be going somewhere next year too, right? You know what or he Good Goodson said after the game, he said, My family are the only people that will will have me around now. He was crying after the game.
5: He's right right there. I tell you, the the Colts absolutely have to. I mean, they were fortunate to have Minshew as a backup when Richardson went down, but the Colts absolutely have to have Anthony Richardson develop into a high-level quarterback in the NFL because they've got to stop wading through this cesspool of steps they've run in and out of there since Luck got
8: since luck walked out, you have the right head coach. Uh, I really think Shane Steichen. I agree. Yeah, we, I agree miss with that. we miss him. We miss him. Miss him. Miss him. Miss him in Philadelphia like you cannot imagine. You know, we uh, hired just imagine. the friend. We hired the friend, guys. The friend of our uh, quarterback, his best buddy, to be the offensive coordinator, and it sucks. That guy blows. Just imagine that
9: the Browns game, if they don't get hosed by that call in the Browns game, how different the Colts' season would look right now.
8: To the phones we go. By the way, the Brownies are on the road at that Texan team, Bino. What happens? Texans are going to beat the Browns. You better damn believe it, uh, Haslamites listening to me. You better believe that. Believe! Believe! And then we'll begin the off season where a lot of those young kids – who are whose deals are up are going to get out there and going to find their fortune in free agency. And the call, and the Browns are about to pay the price for signing that quarterback because in the NFL, that's exactly what happens. You sign that quarterback, you get a year, and then you start losing your defensive players. The Eagles chose to do a deal with Hurts a year early rather than hold on to those great defensive players that led them to the Super Bowl last year, and they paid the price mightily. They might pay it Saturday, although they're a favorite against Baker Mayfield on the road. That Buccaneers team somehow got into the playoffs, which is one of the great coaching jobs uh, that we've seen in a long time because they're nowhere near a playoff team, but they somehow got into the playoffs. So something we'll have to give on Saturday as the tournament begins. Well, actually, that, that game's going to be Monday night. But the tournament's going to be wild. And the way they've redone the second year of this format where only one team gets a bye is really interesting in the NFL. Only one team in each conference gets a bye. And you could almost make the case that in the AFC, you could almost make the case that in the AFC, uh, the team with the bye is not favored is not going to be the pick to get to the Super Bowl. We'll go to the phones. For some reason, I think that Buffalo team's going to go. But, boy, that Allen guy really scares me, Being star, His his propensity to be a human turnover is really scary. You
9: know uh, the guy who ran the punt return back last night to tie the game? You care to guess where he played
8: college at? He's a pro bowler, Bri. He played at Assumption. Assumption. See, I would have assumed, Dude, I don't
9: even think that's a, that's Carson Newman level. I stuff. would have
8: assumed he was in D1. So Go to the phones. 865 if you want to jump in. So we'll talk about that. Also the national championship game tonight. Uh Beanstar, you know the guy very well. He played quarterback for you. You practically friends with him. Harbaugh's last game in college football, I will add this one caveat to the conversation. He retained the services middle of last week of an NFL agent. That's what this guy does. He's an NFL agent, and Harbaugh retained his rights in the middle of last week. He hired the guy. What do you think, Bino? Final game for Jim Harbaugh. Is he going back to the NFL? Uh, I think Harbaugh's going back to the NFL, Yes. How good of a coach is Jim Harbaugh? He has the ninth highest winning percentage among NFL football head football coaches. The minute he walks back in there, is that any good? Is that uh, any good? that
5: that is really good? And he's one of the few guys in our lifetime uh, that have been have been real good at, at in both college and uh, in the NFL. No
8: doubt about it no doubt about it if i were him and i had my choice and and the ownership wasn't crazy i think i'd go out there to that la team that la charger team and give it a shot and speaking of la how about the rams with two fifth round draft choices who have abs on offense who have absolutely provided an explosion for them to the point where they're going to be a live dog when they go to Detroit, and they might have a shot to get to the Super Bowl being star, then we'll go to the phones. And Brian Hartman better get taunted. That's
9: at uh, Jared Goff <laughs> against Stafford, the trade, the first beating in the playoffs since the trade happened. The kid from BYU
8: playing is a, their own team. a great little player. Their own team. With the hyphenated name. The kid's a great little player. Let's go to the phones. 865 200 5402. The tournament is going to be really interesting. Beano, are you, if you had to buy or sell the one seeds right now in both conferences to get to the Super Bowl, are you going to buy them or sell them?
5: Uh, I, I think Baltimore's getting to the Super Bowl. Um, is is San Francisco the one in the NFC? Yes, they are. Uh, if if I if I knew McCaffrey was going to be healthy. Uh, I think that I would buy both of those, Tony, to make it to the Super Bowl.
8: I'm selling Lamar Jackson until I see it. I don't know if that's um, fair or not, but till I see understand. him do it in the playoffs, I'm selling him. And I got Buffalo. Buffalo's my team in the AFC that I think goes. But, again, that, that, kid, that kid that plays for Buffalo does some really boneheaded things. I mean, he had a really bad turnover last night in that game. Just does some crazy stuff with the ball in his hands. Let's go to the phones. And Brian Hartman better get taunted by more than one Titan fan today. Titan fan, you're not doing your job. The way Brian's gotten on here in years past and gloated on y'all. Y'all ripped his kingdom down yesterday. His kingdom. His kingdom. Not, Brian, that I'm here to gloat on your pain because I will be. I'm writhing in pain right now. Losers of five of six. Justin... From Bean Station, saw the peak of the Eagle season in that game when they beat Buffalo. One of the great games of the regular season this year. Sunday night football. Let's go to the phones. You know the uh, Jack season peak when they beat Buffalo in London. And now we got you the, could argue. And now, <laughs> Man, and and now we got the Bean, cri- Buffalo's bad for you. And now we got the Tennessee football offensive line recruiting transfer portal crisis hotline open if you want to opine on that and if you're concerned about what's going on in a wide world of sports let's go to the phones hello and welcome in on the tld logistics phone lines you're on the air hi hey guys dave hey dave welcome in well you know i wasn't concerned about
0: the offensive line but now i am and i don't know what they're doing you've got a a generational Five star quarterback, and you can't. I mean, let me tell you something. Uh, the way this thing goes today in today's college football, yep. this kid can play next year. He's going to play for a starter. He's going to be our quarterback next year. Yep. If if he get he got sacked six times against Iowa. If he if he starts getting hammered, we'll get get protected for this eight million dollar quarterback, and he gets hammered, which could cause cause a potential injury. You don't let me tell you something. people being his family's ears talking about going to a, a school that's got you know five star, high four star, great offensive line to protect your kid. This kid could bolt in, in one after one year and go go play for Alabama or or something. You know what I'm saying? This is this is this is serious. They've got to get this situation rectified and rectified soon.
8: Because the issue is right now, again, on campus they don't have suitable replacements. The veterans give them a stopgap by staying around. Okay, the kid is not a dummy. That kid's not a dummy. Uh, I agree with you. I think that I mean, is. Uh, I think that's lurking in the background, but it is certainly a reality now in the modern game, which is three years ago. To now, We'll call it the playoff era, okay? In the playoff era going forward, when you have one of these guys and they're on your roster, there's no guarantee they're there that next year because they're always going to make business decisions. And one of the business decisions is, do they have enough athletes around me in a Super League to protect me? I think Dave makes a great point right there. I think that's a really good point. Well, I I think
5: there's no question that uh, the increased – a, a mobility for players uh, is is a bigger concern. You know, you, you used to have people locked in for three years. So we'll 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 see how this offensive line performs, um, and uh, see if they have anyone coming up behind them. Have to uh, that can take yep. their place after next year. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I I have concerns about uh, our. Uh, ability to uh, evaluate and, and sign and develop offensive linemen. I, I think that's a legitimate concern uh, for this staff.
8: And if I was another squad, another team somewhere, whomever, you you darn straight, you darn tootin', I'd be – if I'm watching this thing from afar, I'm already putting a bug in that family's ear. You're not well, doing your job if you don't, Dave. You're really not. I mean, his, this was killing what does Lane Kiffin
0: have over Josh Apple? What, uh, what can he offer that Josh Apple can't offer? I, I don't know. I mean, this uh, Ole Miss is getting anybody. He has only one person that they haven't got that, that he, they wanted.
8: He has an extremely magnanimous personality. That's what oh, he has, I know. that's, and that, that's, and that's the deal. He's got he's got flash, and their offense is fun, and you know it.
0: it, it, it is what it is. It is. If you start to look at their offense, though, their offense wasn't anything compared to what our, what our offense was. Oh no! They oh no! 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 They, they had games that they no. that they only scored 20, 10 points. I mean, they only had three hundred yards. They had three hundred yards against Mississippi State. So I, he just he just he just must draw them in because you know, he's so full of crap. You know you, you know what he I mean I love him. he been, been he would have been a great coach here if he stayed. He really would have. Uh, but this has got to be rectified. I mean, from the 21 and 22 classes, we have two guys, two offensive linemen, are still on the roster. That's that's, that's this uh, uh, R- Riddick kid and Grant kid. Yep, and they're and they're both low three stars. Yep, this should have been this should have been
8: taken care of two years ago. Well, I mean, you say that. But those guys don't grow on trees. They're not plentiful. And I'll remind you that Alabama this year, Alabama, a gold standard program, went out there and when Tennessee walked on the field with them, had given up the second most sacks yeah. in, in Division I football days. So it's a lot easier said than done. But the, but the thing that's interesting behind the scenes is our head coach is getting a lot of pressure put on him. Because I think, I think these guys understand Behind the scenes, you hit on something that I really didn't even think about. Uh, and I'll be honest here: when you said the thing about the Nico deal, that makes complete sense to me because you're in a different I mean, spot think, now. You think about it. You think about it. it
0: let, let, let's say this Millrow kid play, plays great next year, but we're this for Alabama, yeah. And then he and then he goes on. Oh yeah. And Alabama is just you know they're they're going to be loaded on both lines of scrimmage. Yep. And
8: and, the, and what they're missing, they're missing a quarterback. Yep. And this guy's a cold-blooded dude now. They they tried to pull uh, that kid from North Carolina away who's going to be a high, high NFL draft pick. And he thought long and hard about it they offered him so much money uh, last year over at North Carolina. So I don't no, think and you're they, being and, alarmist and, in bringing that up. I do not. And,
0: and they would have been, been better if May would have been their quarterback. No doubt about
8: here. it. Oh, no, there's no question about that. I mean, that guy is an absolute player, man. No and doubt he, about he, it.
0: And he can run the ball. Sure. He
8: can, he's a,
0: heck, it's a great he player. Can,
8: Milrow Mil-
0: Mil- 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 Mil can't throw, hardly throw the ball.
8: He's a great uh, player. Milrow's Mil- <laughs> a, a deep throw. Milrow Mil- Mil- does a nice job at what he does, which is he's a great in-space guy. He developed as a passer as the year went on. And, boy, he throws a beautiful deep ball. That's how Michigan beat them. Michigan took that deep ball away from him.
0: Yep. But, guys, let's get this done because this this we can, this can't this can happen.
8: This cannot happen. Thank you, Dave. It's okay. an absolute fact, not fiction, you go, what guys. you just said. I mean, Angry Dave, I give Angry – I'm going to make a note for the blog tomorrow. Angry Dave's got a good point there, Bino. I give him credit. Well – Tony,
5: I, I I think he's got a good point in that uh, players are more mobile now. Uh, I, I'm not at this time worried about Nico bolting.
8: No, but staffs are going to whisper in his ear, though. That's a point <laughs> well taken, Mario. I understand, but but staffs are going to whisper in his ear. Oh yeah, yeah. So back I to mean, the, yeah.
5: So far, this has been a kid. Uh, that's absolutely loved it here, that hasn't been the typical uh, big money uh, show up and want everything my way kid uh, that I thought he was going to be. He's been everything but. He's been anything but.
8: I'm so impressed with the way he behaved. You know, the stuff I heard about the way he behaved behind the scenes is one thing. Because a lot of times, you know, people like me are getting spun. The way he behaved on that football field the other day, week and a half ago, I guess it would have been week of Monday, was so utterly impressive for somebody of his ilk. When he was up there making plays, he did none of that me, me, me stuff. I mean, he behaved, dare I say. People thought it was being unfair to Milton. Quarterbacks don't act like that. They just don't. They don't act like the way Joe Milton acts. They just don't. Make a play. Give the ball to the ref. You expected to make that play. Maybe I'm old school. I don't know. But I didn't see Nico doing any of that look-at-me stuff, which is a great sign in my mind. A great sign. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Hartman. Gah! When you start your call... Hey Hartman, I got time for that big boy.
10: You know what I think? You know what I think? Of your quarterback overrated. Dot 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 dot. Overrated. Dot 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 dot. And another thing, Hartman—he's he's he's a hippie, and it looks like he the devil beat out of him with an ugly stick. Dot 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 dot. Tiffany Haddish is ten times more attractive than Trevor Lawrence. Dot 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 he's no Caitlin. He's definitely no Caitlyn
9: Clark.
8: Dot 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 dot. Somehow she got in the middle of this. You know, Bill, let's give him one. Let's give him Let's give him one. Let's give him one. Let's give him one, Bill. Number one. Let's give him one, Bill.
12: The greatest football team We oh, oh. take the ball from goal to goal Like no one's ever seen We're in
8: the air, we're on the ground Always in control And when you tip one, one, let's give one, ready? Say Tennessee so Titans, ready? We're the Tennessee Titans, Titans. Yeah. Tennessee,
15: yeah. Titans.
8: Tennessee, yeah. Titans.
11: Tennessee,
8: Tennessee Titans, Titans. Tennessee, Tennessee Titans Number, Titans. number one, number one. Titan. Tennessee Titan. Manhattan. Tennessee, Tennessee. Titan. Tennessee Titan's number number one. one. And Brian has a quarterback that looks like he could use birth bathroom. Dun 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 number one. Dun 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 ba. Not there's anything wrong with that. Bum ba.
12: We got the all. 우-
8: we, we got the defense. How about the way you just ripped their kingdom down yesterday, Billy? They got,
10: it's like what I love hearing Sheep Keith say,
8: and the Titans get it done again. Say it like he does. Ready? Here we go. I'm going to count you in. Three, two, one, hit it. And the Titans get it done again.
10: And the Titans don't have a playoff game next week. Again. I'll see you on <laughs> well, the couch,
9: Titans. Though. Well,
10: well Brian, and, like and, and another matter I need to straighten out with you. Uh you had no right cutting me off last Friday. The only one that does should be doing the cutting off is the one who's the star of the show. And the one that's hosting the show, and that's Tony, not you.
15: Uh,
8: some uh, might say Karma came I home the roost on Brian. Some, some some might say Carmen came home. Karma, Carmen, Carmen. Some might say Carmen came home the roost on Brian Hartman. Billy. Uh huh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Our buddy, Carmen, over there came home the wrist on Brian. Let's uh-huh. sing it. Nashville will tight. Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Titans Titan, number,
12: number one. Yes,
8: we're the
10: Nashville Titans. Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans number, number, one. number one.
8: You know, Tony... Getting to another matter, buddy. I... Don't you dare. Don't you dare. we got to gloat on this guy. Don't get him off the hook yet. Okay. How about the way they folded, Bino? That's one of the great choke jobs in NFL history, what the Jags did this year, Bri? We the or Bino?
12: Dealer.
9: Well, you know, the suit could be on the other foot, just like last year. I think what for the Titans? They were like 7-3, and then they lose seven in a row in the season, so... You've got one choke job this year and somebody else could be choking next year and it might be a different team next year. Beano Jeff, it all comes back around eventually. There's they were talking about understand.
8: Brian Shaggs as a Super Bowl team at one point. Bino, <laughs> I mean. Come on, come on, Bino. They were talking about what a choke job. We're the best from the Volunteer State, Billy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
10: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell you, you think the Volunteers is going to be hurting. Look who the Titans is going to be missing. Derrick Henry, Ryan
8: Tannehill, D'Amico Autry. That Ryan Tannehill yesterday, what a stuff. Brian, when he threw that when he threw that interception and let you guys stay in it. Are you kidding me, Bri? God. You've got to go down and score there. How bad was that, Bri? You had
9: a chance to put their foot on you. I mean
8: you gotta go down and score and take Tanny the advantage Hill's of that. Good teams so do, and bad. they did. Tanny Hill's so bad. Lord. And
9: Lawrence isn't healthy. There's just no way He's not healthy. I can't, I'm not oh. ready to say he's overrated. What's he making? He what's,
8: he make? what's he making? What, Billy, what's what's Brian doing right now? I don't know. He's I think he's wanting making. to cut me off.
10: It's a reason. Brian, only the star of the show cuts me off, not
12: you. You're out of here. I've had enough. Jeez. Houston, the, Oilers, the greatest football team.
4: We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. This is Coach Trader's dog from Columbia Central High School football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee.
14: The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper.
12: Yay!
5: Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum.
13: Are there sardines in here?
5: And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars.
4: Now that's what I'm talking about.
5: It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the
14: Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
16: And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're
5: only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee
8: Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
14: This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. Today, I'm with Miles Johnson, your hometown grocer at Foodland in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. And as always, every Wednesday, Foodland puts out a new flyer with new specials. They run from Wednesday to Tuesday. Miles, what are the specials this week? Well, this week we have assorted pork chops for $1.69 a pound, chuck roast for $5.49 a pound, green cabbage for $0.59 cents a pound, YoPlay play yogurt, two for a dollar, food club soft drink, two liters, $0.99, cents, and Coca-Cola six-packs, uh, $4.99. dollars right, folks, Foodland, your hometown grocery store with your hometown grocer, Miles Johnson, in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. And guys who grill, Foodland's meat department is known as the best in the county. Miles, have a great week. You too, thank you.
7: If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare Dual Complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare Dual Complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 U H C M O R E.
5: This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee.
8: Brian Hartman is just getting eviscerated today uh, by people. I don't know. I'm trying my best to stay in the background. X is going to do a little write-up for us tomorrow over at tclub.team. He covers recruiting for us. X asked the following. Tobino, if this was a scheme issue, why are we losing offensive linemen to Ole Miss and Oklahoma, two teams who run up-tempo offenses?
5: Uh, well, it, 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 that's that's a good point. I don't think either one of them run the tempo that we do.
8: Okay, there you go. So that's Derek Dooley noted there, X. Be curious to hear, and he'll, he'll have a uh, – He'll have some thoughts in the blog over at tclub.team tomorrow. Also, we'll have some thoughts on Tennessee Hoops as we'll do a Hoops Tuesday breakdown. Freddie DeLeon is in the Rick Barnes Twilight Zone, and Dalton Connect is, I don't know, he's kind of there as well. I don't think it's the Rick Barnes Twilight Zone, but he's in something because he sure doesn't look like the guy that was on the floor six weeks ago. That, he could get eight points, and Tennessee could beat an opponent that was undefeated. in their league, in that manner, by that many points, is pretty freaking scary for the rest of college basketball. This is a deep, deep basketball team. They played like a B-minus game, uh, offensively, as we wrote. But they were sharing the basketball so well. Um, Really fun team to watch. To the phones we go. So we've got the crisis hotlines. We've got the fact that tonight is the national championship game. I'm of the belief that Jim Harbaugh is walking off the stage when that one's over. Bino, you know Harbaugh from his Colts days. Are you of that belief as well? Uh, I I am. I, I think that this is his last college game, Tony. Back to the phones we go. He's retained the rights to an NFL agent, so if he's not doing it, he sure is putting a swerve up there for the ages. Hello and welcome into our next call as we've hit hour two on our Monday.
15: Hey, Tony. It's Parker.
8: Hey, Park. Welcome in.
15: Hey. Um, the Missouri game, not this past season, the season before, yep. uh, I was down at Calhoun's where you were doing a remote, and uh I talked to John Adams after the show and I told him straight up I I will be surprised if Nico stays here his entire time and he was surprised by that. But the reason I I believe that is because it is so easy to transfer now. Uh and these kids and their families or handlers whom whomever their entourage, Uh you know they're getting constantly contacted. And I'm not saying that this will happen. I'm not even saying there's a good chance that this will happen. But in this NIL in period, there's no guarantee he could play for him this year.
8: Oh, come on, because Mark. I, why? why, well, why? Saying, are you that?
15: I didn't think there was
8: a, are we well, that I didn't, traumatized? Like, I'm with Bino. This kid's given us. Bino, Said it again.
5: He, he's given absolutely no indication. That he would ever consider playing anywhere other than here. Northern family. I mean, there's a few guys that would have come in uh, with his ability and just basically agreed to sit back and 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 wait a year. I I just think that's wasted worry, Parker. I think that's a doomsday scenario that we're jumping to because we're having trouble signing offensive linemen.
8: Now I will say this: but, but if he
5: cannot, you go ahead. You go ahead.
15: You, you cannot ignore the fact that he is going to ha- have at best at best a sea level offensive line to protect him next
8: year He's right and these are veteran guys running. that are all leaving that's exactly right you're you're right about that
15: okay and, and he's looking across the field okay and it's not like he has to play Georgia and Florida every year now okay divisions take out all of these. Oh, I've got to play. I've got to worry about Georgia and Florida every year. He could go somewhere else, okay? And, and let's say if he stayed in the SEC, and he could even go to the uh, let's say he could go. He decides to go to I don't know Ole Miss. I don't know what Ole Miss schedule is in twenty twenty five. They may have the most cupcakes league schedule in the world.
8: That is the one thing these guys can do, Bino, is they can look at schedules now. That is kind of an interesting deal. They could choose a spot. I'm with Bino, though. Look, I think these people that he's a part of, these uh, Polynesian folks, I think they're extremely loyal folks. I think they're family oriented. I think they're work oriented. Uh, I think that um, uh, it, the family he comes from is, is a very solid one. Uh, he's not like Quinshaw Junkins going to get somebody in his ear and, uh, you know, encourage him to do something hastily. I'm with Bino. I, I just think it's extra worry. However, I do think it's an interesting point Dave brought up. I'm going to note it for the blog of record tomorrow over at Team simply because um, it it's worth putting on the back burner and it's worth lighting a fire under them. You you, you can't assume anything anymore. These guys, well, in this day and age, they will jump on you. I think you got like a traumatized Vol syndrome there. No offense.
15: Well, I mean, it's a Bino's the one that coined the phrase, the big orange, you
8: know, cup. But Bino's cups off now, right? Bino, your cups off. Cup off. Bino's cups off.
5: No, I got titanium implants. I don't. I don't need a cup
15: anymore. Oh, okay. But what I'm saying, like I
0: said, I didn't say there was even a good chance that he could, but
8: it's there. Oh, it's definitely there. With all these guys, it's there. Yeah, with all these guys. It's why Jim Harbaugh and other guys are going to seek the NFL gig Mm -hmm. uh, because this thing is ridiculous now, what they've done to these college coaches. Yeah. So, hey
15: guys. Have a good day. Thanks.
8: Thank you. Good talking to you.
15: Well, being the, the thing
5: that's out there, Tony, that, you, that you can't deny, uh, that I can't deny, is especially if they do away uh, with the one-time free transfer, uh, you're going to have what I, I think Watson Brown called or someone called uh, uh, annual free agency uh, for everyone, wide open.
8: Well, Watson had a great point. You're, you're no longer building a program. You're building teams each year. You're team building. And Brian calls it pickup football. And it's going to get close to that. Like if you see a guy of Nico Zilkbino jump off a team to another team, that be that becomes borderline Alphabet League pickup football. It does. Yeah.
12: Yeah.
5: It,
8: it would make it, it almost it, a farce if a guy like that left your program.
5: It, it it does. And and the the option is there for that to happen. It could could it possibly happen? There's no question yep. because the system allows it to happen. Uh, that's, that just happens to be way down on my list of concerns.
8: Dave is right, though, that if the kid gets beat up next year playing behind that line they're going to play against, and we don't know who they're going to have a tackle. Look, I was to somebody today, they're going to come up with a tackle. But the problem, Tennessee, what they did is they waited too long in the portal. They weren't aggressive enough on the front end. A lot of the really good guys are off the board now. They had three bites at it over the weekend. Apparently have missed on all three. I mean, could one matriculate back to you? I, don't, I guess. I mean, anything's possible. Um, but we now know the portal for this window is closed. So, in terms of guys entering it. Uh, there will be another round of, of players that do that. Obviously, they want to get somebody on campus. Their schedule is they have an advantage. For many teams, they're about to run out of time when we get to the end of January. Tennessee's going to get an extra 10 or so days because they're, some, some some schools today, what is today's date? There are programs in the SEC whose semesters begin today, which means they're going to have two weeks to get guys in, if you do the math. So they'll get 14 days from January the 8th. The Vols, on the other hand, are going to get 23rd is when the semester begins. So they've got an elongated window with which to work. X's point is, you know it's great to make the excuse of the whole tempo thing but Oklahoma and Ole Miss are also playing fast asking linemen to be slim to run a lot all that stuff and they're they're whipping you in the recruiting game for those guys not look i don't know and i also as we've reported on here Glenn Ellerby's a guy who's in the crosshairs, and who's like a whipping boy of the boosters who are highly concerned about He's a guy they're pointing to. Is it the head coach? I don't know. I mean, the head coach ultimately is going to be responsible for all this stuff. But let's go back to our phones. I'm glad I could give X some material to work with. Sure. Oh, absolutely, man. And, and you know what? Among our family here, we're allowed to have disagreements, you know, as as we, as, as happens on here. Let's go to the phones and get our next call in. Hello and welcome.
12: Hello, guys. It's the you one. Hey, Paul. I got, I got a couple of things I have to I got to come in at Hartman today.
8: All right. I really do. I mean, we'll start it off with. Duval. By the way, I want to ask Bry to sit there and just kind of take this. Bry, I'm going to ask you silently. Go ahead, Paul. you got to listen to Paul. Duval. What, what is Duval? Duval. Are they Shelly Duval fans? Are they David Duval fans down there? Bri, you know what is the Duval thing? What is that?
5: I have no clue.
8: Okay. It's du-
5: Duval County.
8: You know they had an incident earlier in the year too where they stomped on the terrible towel and they went 1 and 7 since that. Same thing Lindell White did. Brian, what was your incident you had with the terrible towel earlier in the year and you went 1 and 7 after that?
9: Um I'm sorry I had to jump off for a second. Apparently, well, I saw it. They played the Steelers back in uh, back in October, and. Toward the end of the game, one uh, Andrew Wingard Uh-oh. ended up with a terrible towel and was waving
8: it around. Oh, <laughs> should have told him. Lindale White did it. and It didn't work out well, too well for the tight. That version of the Titans. That's not
9: why they went. That's not. I
8: don't think it helped. I don't bad don't ju- you, for you, you Bad you, for you, you.
9: I mean, the Steelers turned around and lost to the Patriots and the
8: Cardinals, two
9: and ten teams. That back doesn't back
8: matter. There, it's not theirs, so, you, you. It's you, you for you, you. You got to admit it, Paulie. They went one and seven after that. Cat was waving that terrible towel around. That's yeah, not they good, won is it?
12: Like three games after that. All right, all right, Hartman, cut the music. Hartman, today I can't believe you, buddy. On Titans Bill's Day of Glory today, you bring up Caitlin Clark Stick? Come on. Total undeserved cheap shot. You have to be a be able to be a man when you take a loss, buddy. I mean today with class, today Titans Bill beat you like Grambling's women's basketball team. One fifty nine eighteen over College of Biblical Studies. That's how bad <laughs> he <did it>
8: today. <laughs> One. I what was the score? What was the score?
12: One fifty nine to two weeks ago.
8: Dude, when those women's teams, when they get out there, and they, uh, they have no mercy on each other, Paulie. Those women's teams. That is
12: what Titansville did to Brian today, and it deserves.
8: It's so I nice, Paulie, not- to be. Paulie, it's so nice to hear you on here and not. Hey, uh... Um, and doing another I, subject. Uh, We're reunited right now, Paulie. I feel so good. It's incredible, I dude. Just-
9: I, you know, You're doing I'm good just, work right uh, now.
8: You're doing good work right now. Brian, that was really be disgraceful of you to clap back. Once
9: or twice in a while and get back with me on For that. you
8: to clap back a Titans bill was really a disgrace. No offense. I mean, can you, Tony, can you imagine if, can you imagine if Rich Bruin would take cheap shots? Why are you, why? Call? You're messing your call up. We were just reunited. Bino, he couldn't help himself. Why did he do that, Bino? We In had such a we had a love song going. BK, we had a love song BK, going. BK, why? BK's terrible losses with why. why? Put an orange shirt on, Bruin. Why? I played the man a love song, Bino, because me me and Paulie were reunited after days in the wilderness of heat with each other. And he goes and gets blown up in the middle of our love song. I mean, he couldn't help himself, Beano. I I didn't hear what he pivoted to. He screamed about Rich Bruins and putting an orange shirt on. (laughs) In the middle of ripping Brian. It was a beautiful rip he had going on, Brian. Yeah, he can't can't do it. He's incapable. And I welcomed him back to the fold. I said, this is great. I'm I'm falling in love again here, man. Brian, you really stirred these Titans fans up down through the years. That one day you came on here. And screamed and yelled and gloated when they got beaten in that AFC Championship game. I've never heard the sounds of joy come out of a human being's mouth like you, Bry, that day.
9: Tone, was that on the air? That wasn't on the air. Tone
8: was what on the air?
9: What I I didn't do anything like that. That's on the
8: air. not true, Bino. Do you remember the day he gloated on the Titans when they got beaten in that AFC title game? It's pretty. I, 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 I don't remember, Tom. Ah, oh, back to the phones we go. I'm not trying to start anything on here or stoke anything. It's not my style. Polly Joe, you had such a great phone call going, and you just couldn't help. How did Rick Barnes and Orange and Wearing Orange get in the middle of that? And by the way, they won by 35 the other night, you clown. Hello, and welcome into our next call. Are you there, hey, Philly, welcome in. How are you and Bino and uh, Brian doing? Philly, how you doing? Because you were doing pretty good Saturday night, and we talked post game. You were feeling pretty good, as we say in the trade. Yeah, but I, I hate it for Bino. What happened to him Saturday night? I
16: was
8: watching that. Well, oh, my know. gosh. What a bad beat, dude. Right out in the open flat, man. Bad beat, suppose, Bino. Not. Bad beat, now. Yeah. One of the worst. And then all people ripping Brian. I,
16: I hold. I hate the Titans with a passion. I hope they lose every damn game.
8: Well, Phil, you can't say that on here. What do you mean? I hate them. You can't? They're, they're illegitimate franchise. You're not allowed to say that. I'm not free country, isn't it? Brian, are you gonna let him talk about your fellow AFC South entrant like that? AFC
9: South entrant. Uh, well, like Billy said, it's
8: he's it's it's, it's it's his it's his call. He can say what he wants. Brian, they ripped your kingdom. <laughs> they ripped your kingdom down yesterday. I mean, what are we talking about here? Well,
16: honestly, guys, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence was playing hurt yesterday. You can yeah, he see was. that. Yeah, he, he couldn't was. even throw passes out to the, to the flat.
8: Nope. I don't understand why Trevor Lawrence is calling his own number on the goal line when he can't reach the ball out across his shoulder. I mean, what are you doing, man? Quit being a hero. I-, I love the fact that he's never misses the bell, and he's a super tough kid, and this, that, and the other, but geez louise, man. I'd rather have somebody like that than someone who went the Cam Newton route, though, when he
9: just failed to jump on a
8: foul Oh, listen, you're not going to get any argument from me in terms of his want to, but... There, yeah. You know, that it's the
9: coaching staff that put him in that position. The coaching staff should have never should have called something on third down that might have run, maybe a run play.
8: But my understanding is post-game, he came out on that fourth down play and said that he called his own number. He owned up to that. Because they wasted third down. So he had to do that on fourth down. I put that on the coaches. It's a heck of a game. The Titans really balled out yesterday, Phil. Really balled out.
16: Well, Derek Henry went out in style. Uh, I mean, he's a great player. I'll give him credit. He's the only great player they got. But, uh, I mean, they got trash quarterback and trash uniforms, trash stadium. Uh, pretty cool, you know. What? Come
8: on, Phil. That's not fair.
16: Tony be eating about football recruiting. I am kind of upset after seeing your uh, blog this morning and uh, getting on Twitter and seeing all the myths or getting out there on the screening trail. What's going on here?
8: It's a great question, Phil. It's a it's a million dollar question. I don't know enough about it to assess blame. I do know enough about it to say it's troublesome, worrisome. Um, they haven't been able, Phil, to develop offensive linemen in this regime thus far. Uh, guys, they've recruited not not somebody else's offensive linemen. Is that a is that an issue of identification? Um, I don't know. Is it a system issue? I don't know. Is it a personality issue with the head coach not being engaging enough or the offensive line coach not being – there's just a lot of finger-pointing at that offensive line coach. And, and I, I don't know enough about it to, to say, is it, are they scapegoating him? Or are they not? I, I don't know enough about it.
16: Yeah, well, you said the big money people were on big money people on Danny White over it, too?
8: I, I don't know how that whole thing works. I, I think – Bina was asking earlier. I think that all these, all these, since these guys have such a elevated, uh, first of all, there's an elevated expenditure from these people through these, um, through these various collectives. I believe we're in a spot right now where those guys get more of a voice than they ever have, and I, I just think that. I don't think this is the only school that's going on at. But when they've got the money available and they see that you've got needs and they see you go 0 for 3, especially with this transfer portal, this is just all so new. um, It creates uh, just a situation where that kind of pressure can exist where it didn't before. And I think it does exist here now.
16: Yeah. yeah, and you have to work the portal better than they've done it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Because you're not going to recruit the level of Alabama and Georgia, so you got to do something like Lane Kiffin's
8: been doing here. He, he hits the portal hard every year. Lane Kiffin is, um, he is, to our guy, what Bruce Pearl was to Tubby Smith at Kentucky. He's hmm. ratcheted up the pressure, Phil, on our guy, whether it's fair or not. Mm-hmm. Because our fan base is looking out there going, like the Kentucky fans back in the day, they're saying, if that guy can do that there, why can't you do this here? We've got all the resources. That that guy shouldn't be beating you in the recruiting trail. One more thing, Tony. Uh,
16: is Fred DeLeon on Tennessee's roster this time next year?
8: You know, Phil, we were talking about that the other night. Freddie DeLeon is extremely... Extremely close to Coach Ganey. I mean, like father figure close. So I, I think as long as Ganey's on Tennessee staff... Now, Ganey came very close to getting a head coaching job in the offseason. But I think as long as he's on the staff, I think there's a pretty good chance DeLeon's with him. But Philly, that DeLeon deal is really strange. I mean, here you had a blowout game the other night, and he didn't even get off the bench. I mean, that's really strange.
16: Yeah, and for the second straight year, uh, I'm glad to see ZZ's back to normal, but you playing 37 minutes a night takes a toll on somebody that small as him.
8: I don't know. The goal is, Phil, for him to play 40 minutes a night in March internally. I'm just telling you that. That's the goal. Well, they're stupid. There's well, no I'm just telling you anything. that's the goal. He'll
16: be, injured. he'll be injured again before the season. Uh, yeah,
8: I don't know that. I don't know. I'm just telling you that's the goal. The goal, the goal is they want to keep him on the floor because they think he gives them the best chance of winning.
16: Well, play him 33 minutes and put somebody else in there and have a little backup in case he does get hurt. They don't have nobody play the point if he goes down. Who's going to play point? Sure as heck ain't going to be Danny's
8: son. It's... They'll just put Macek out there. I mean, the guy, he's playing better every day. He's game. so good. It's really impressive. What ZZ's done. It's almost so impressive that you don't even think about it. But the guy's like a medical marvel to get back as quickly as he has. He got hurt, what, last year? End of February? When did that happen? Really? Last,
9: day, last day of February. Wow. Arkansas Arkansas. Wow. There was a big left in the regular season when he got
8: hurt. And to play 37 minutes here tonight and play that hard at both ends and record a double double? Are you kidding me? I'm going to get I, off her, guys. I, I, Y'all have a great day. Beano, I'm so sorry
16: for you. And Brian, there's always another day.
8: Thank you, Philly. It's not what oh, I want yeah. on the crisis hotline. You need to rub salt in their wounds. Go ahead, Beano. I,
5: I am stunned at the level that uh, ZZ's already playing at. You know, that's an injury that basically it, it takes a full calendar year to get back to, you can play before then, but to play at the level
8: he's playing, that's, he, he is a medical marvel. And they're playing him 37, and I was told the goal will be, by the time March rolls around, that he doesn't leave the floor. And Rick Barnes is getting that from the other elite programs in the conference. Country, rather. Um, So, back to the phones we go. The other guy, look, the guy at Gonzaga last year never came off the floor. There are other point guards around the country who don't come off the floor, and that's the pattern that Burns is following, and they think ZZ can do it. If you can get back that quickly, play 37 minutes and play at that high of a level, why can't you play 40 in March, Bino? Why can't you?
5: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. You know, I, I don't know that him playing that many minutes is going to automatically determine that he's going to be injured again at the end of the year. the The Delion deal is strange, though that really he's not getting any run at all. Uh, that that is odd.
8: Yeah, but Barnes has a. There's like a Barnes Muta triangle with certain guys, and once they go in, it's hard to get them out of it. Especially when I was told on the front end that, hey, don't, do not do do not not judge this guy on what you saw because it was plantar fasciitis, which is why he looks so slow out there. And then the narrative now is, well, defensively, he's just not picking up concepts enough that he's playable. I mean, you know, those are two completely different. To not play him at all the other night? And if you're that kid, what are you thinking? The Barnes-Muter triangle. The Barnes-Muter triangle lives. Some of our friends on Twitter spaces say the following. Did having to spend so much money keeping current players hurt them from having enough for these guys? No, money's not the case. Money's not the deal on these guys. That's why, Josh, when I tell you that the big-money big, big money boosters are putting pressure on the head coach toward the offensive line coach or looking for somebody to blame, um, That's if the, the big-money guys would know there's not enough money there, and then they wouldn't be pointing any fingers, but they are pointing fingers. That's a thing. Nobody's going to acknowledge that publicly, but that's a thing. Orange Blood says, Batter-Vall syndrome... Lingers hard. Uh, very good point. Uh, point well taken. Some of these people worried about Nico. Now, I do think that negative Dave bringing it up, fine. Uh, I think that Parker was very excessive uh, and over the top. But I love Parker. He's allowed to be. He, he is because he cares. Um, Rocky Top says, Volstang11. If Heipel fails, it will be due to his loyalty to average below average assistance. I, I don't know that Glenn Ellerby is average or below average. I don't know that's the case. I do think that Josh Heipel's a guy who's going to be a loyalty first guy. Um, Robert Ward says fifty percent of college football runs the tempo, runs the tempo. Uh, that can't be that big of a factor in recruiting offensive linemen, as people are making it out to be. He also says two of the offensive linemen we lost Saturday are going to Ole Miss and Oklahoma. Both run that tempo of offensive system, to which Bino, Bino uh, shies away from that. Uh, fake Bino says, wax him, Bry, uh, regarding your encounter with Titans, Bill. Daniel Chauvin says, great show. He's right. Uh, Let's see what else we have over here. Uh, Move along here. Let's see. Is it too early to get your 2026 coaching search list ready? Bino, are you ready to do that? Are you ready to um, you ready to do that, Bino? Because I sure am not. Uh, I absolutely am not. Bones says, "Come on, guys! When Nico leaves for knock, leaves Knox a little beef for the NFL." I agree with that. He's averaged ten wins a year the last two years, and you're talking about a coaching search. <laughs> Did Brian Hartman Hartman in the first segment sabotage the phone lines as producer to prevent the Titan Bill tongue lashing that came? Is that possible, Bino? that he jammed up the deal? Uh,
5: Apparently, Brian has a lot more capabilities from home than I realized.
8: Uh, My Bill's Mafia did an excellent job. Kudos to the Bill's Mafia. I'm on Bill's Mafia right now. I am absolutely a member of Bills Mafia for the great Kirk Gibson, if not any other reason. Hello and welcome in to our next call. CG, I'm riding with the Bills right now, if you'll have me, because the Eagles suck out loud. Hello and welcome into our next call.
17: Hey, Chapardo.
8: Chapardo. What's up, brother? How are you doing? Wing! Wing. Your, your Eagles are just frauds, brother. No. Not wing. <laughs> you can't come <laughs> at me like that. What do you mean they're frauds, dude?
17: Man, they've been frauds ever since uh, they got their doors drugged down uh by my Tennessee Titans a few years ago, but I'm just kidding telling.
8: Well listen, so- I mean the NFL is a game where you get hot and then you're not. And I've often said I would much rather be, obviously a team, instead of going the 10-1 route, I would rather be the team that closes with six wins like the Buffalo Bills did. The Buffalo Bills were around 500 when the Eagles beat them. And obviously, you would much rather be where uh, the Bills are right now than where the Eagles are. And they both have the same record. They both but, finished with the same record.
17: How the, how the hell did they lose to the Cardinals last Sunday and to that midget Kyler Murray?
8: Uh, it's very mystifying. That's the kind of stuff that gets a head coach fired in the NFL. It really is.
17: Uh, you want, he's, you uh, want Peterson he, back?
8: He, yes, he, I would take Dougie he P back really, in a heartbeat. He won a Super Bowl for us. He's really made some people mad, hasn't he, Tony? Who'd I You talking Sirianni?
17: Yeah.
8: He's given a bad name to the Italian-American club, and he's about to have a Joey Gallo... Italian-American club gathering in downtown Philly, Bino. Yeah. Bino, do you remember the Gallo gathering in New York, the Italian-American day? Absolutely,
5: when Joe Colombo got shot.
8: Joe Colombo, I meant, yeah. Joe Colombo.
5: Bino, I hope you
17: had a fun time at the game and enjoyed the game being there, but I'm sorry about your call Saturday night.
8: You sound like it. You're, you're literally oh, smiling was, as you was, say that it song.
12: It was a I'm not
17: but smiling. But it was a
8: good trip.
12: The guy, Vino,
17: let me tell you something. How can you not have your best player in on the fourth
5: down play? That's just stupid coaching. Thank you. Steichen's part. What Thank do you, you think? Thank you. Well, that's, that's what most everybody believes, Joshie. Uh, I will say this. He limped over to the sidelines. Uh, during the during the break there. Uh, I don't know if he was hurt or not, um, but uh, I didn't mind the play call because like oh, I man. said, I've seen him run. I've seen him fail on fourth and one time after time after time this year running the football. And the play that was called might have scored a touchdown. All you got to do is just toss it out there. And they had a quarterback that couldn't do it.
17: The... The guy who uh, missed the catch—you know—he—I uh, uh, saw his interview. Like he was breaking down. He really felt sorry
5: for himself. I, I felt bad for that guy. Oh, he was—he was devastated, Josh. And he, and he should have caught the ball. He's a professional. He's a professional football player. But that pass should never be thrown in any way where you can drop it.
8: I look like one of our out routes, Bino, back in the day. Gardner Minshew throws it behind him and on the wrong side of him. I mean, it was so just, bad. Just stupid. Just stupid. Yeah, he, he,
5: the last Minshew.
8: Letters,
5: he should take the last two letters of his name off and put two O's
8: there because he stinks. Minshew! <laughs> <laughs> Minshew oh, actually yeah. kept him in the playoffs. Oh, you and this Jaguar nonsense. Oh, Brian, please stop it. As we listen to the Baltimore Colt It's cult amazing theme. they
9: got there with him.
8: Go ahead, Joshua. I'm sorry. We're listening to the Baltimore Colt theme. We're serenading Beano's crisis hotline I'm right really, uh,
17: I'm really happy about the time getting uh, one last win for Derrick Henry and Tana Hill yesterday going out. Yep on a high note, you
8: know? How proud were you, and I want the honest truth, okay? How proud were you of what that franchise did yesterday? That storied franchise that started with Bud Adams did yesterday to Brian Hartman's Jaguars. Talk talk to me.
17: Oh, uh, I was really happy uh, after seeing them beat the Jaguars because I saw on Twitter, like, Saturday, I forgot what he called his name, but like Mega Jaguar fan or something. Yeah, Mega said, fan. Uh, yeah. Duval County, we're gonna take down the Todd. and do yep. nothing about trash and all of this and that. I, yep. was, I was really happy. Uh, and you
8: help Lamb Weirdo Steelers get in, where they're going to get absolutely yeah. just ripped limb from limb by the. Uh, uh, that's the Peacock game, isn't it? Saturday night. No,
17: that's uh, the Dolphins Chiefs game. Oh, that's I'm
8: awesome. sorry. Dolphins and Chiefs play. Who does Lamb Weirdo play?
17: The Bills. Buffalo on Sunday. Whoa.
8: Afternoon. Have
17: I have I met Lamb Weirdo before, Tony?
8: You have not met Lam Weirdo.
17: Is he uh, is he a character?
8: Oh my gosh. We had to do a three way with <laughs> Lam Weirdo at some point.
17: Oh my gosh. But uh Johnny, what's that What's that name you have uh, for Trevor Lawrence? He probably can't say it right now, because
8: we're on air. It's
11: so funny.
8: I don't know what this guy's talking about. But, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, After
17: uh, out the door, be at home, Jacksonville Jaguars on the count. Go. And
9: you'll be right next to us, Jockey
15: Boys.
9: This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia,
3: Tennessee
13: Hello from the Tillis Story family. We want to extend our heartfelt thanks to all of our wonderful customers who trusted us to provide perfect gifts this holiday season. It's time for us to take a short holiday break from December 30th to ring in the new year and we'll be back open on January 9th. We've got an exciting year ahead and can't wait to serve each one of you in the new year. From our family to yours, happy new year from the Tillis Story family on West 7th Street in downtown Columbia. Stay tuned for updates on Facebook and Instagram.
14: This is
3: Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
8: Pretty decent outside as I welcome you back. and So I'm going to get outside for a little bit, which means we will do some TLD logistics overdrive over time. I'm just not sure how much. Uh, so if you want to get on with us, let's do that. In the meantime, 865-200-5402, the number. Brian's been taking a... Good-natured hazing today for many in our audience. I'm going to openly admit that I'm going to be open to some hazing next week for my Cowboy brethren, but I think the Eagles and Cowboys are both going to go home uh, next week. So, Cowboy Crisis Hotline will be open one week from tonight, and one week from tomorrow, the Eagle Crisis Hotline will be open. Brian, I think Green Bay goes to Dallas and wins you second bay, my emotion
5: dallas win.
8: green bay goes to dallas and gets the dub yep no. now dallas
9: is undefeated at home and most of those wins have been blowouts
8: and most of those wins have been against nobody because they haven't beaten a decent team all year and it's the playoffs and dak prescott done winning the playoffs and neither do the cowboys so it's kind of like the old Rocky once said, not not Sylvester Stallone but the other rock, know thy role and shut thy mouth. Cuz when the playoffs come around, that is the time when the boy band, it's time to get your stuff, get the container ready, get the mothballs out to keep it for another off season and put all your cowboy gear away. Because I say right now that that club from Green Bay will go down there and they will knock out the Cowboys next week on national television. National smell vision Can I get an amen from Brother Bino? Uh, you cannot, Tony. You are a clown. In the meantime, I want to say to the radio listener, I love you and I appreciate you. Tomorrow, God willing, we come back. We do it all over again. TClub.team is where you find us. Check out our free blog there. Thousands of words. It is absolutely incredible. We appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee,
6: WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.